The Israel Report with Rolene Marks. Hello, Rolene Marks. How are you? Well, hello, Kathy <laughs> Kayla. Always good to speak to you. This is a lovely surprise. Yes, for me too. <laughs> Rolene, can we talk about what's happening in Israel? Abbas says Israel's independence is a sham. And the U.S. is occupying oh, Palestine. Yeah, yeah. What is going on, Rolene? <laughs> well, he was addressing a public meeting in Ramallah. Now, this is just the latest time in a matter of weeks since Abbas has made comments that are, are really inflammatory. And his timing couldn't be worse because the U.S. Secretary of State, Antony Blinken, is headed here for a trip to the region to talk about possible normalization between Israel and the Saudis. As uh, many of you are familiar, this is now really, really heating up and, you know, we're looking forward to the inevitable announcement. But addressing a uh, open meeting, a public meeting, he made the comment that uh, Israel's independence is basically, it's a sham that he doesn't know why we celebrate this independence because uh, basically the United States uh, are occupying Palestine and, you know, he sees it as his um, uh, right or his imperative to, you know, to, to liberate Palestine. He says, who was occupying the state of Israel so that it celebrates the anniversary of its freedom from this occupation? This is a big lie. So this is Abbas on the eve of Antony Blinken arriving here. Now, just uh, two months ago, he made those horrific comments in a, a meeting with his Fatah, uh, God's saying that, uh, you know, that Hitler didn't have an issue with the Jews because of religion. Hitler had an issue of the, with the Jews because of uh, usury, money lending, and uh, that, you know, in his opinion, um, you know, there the, the weren't so many Jews killed. Uh, during the Holocaust. So, I mean, it's just absolutely extraordinary. He doesn't seem to learn anything uh, from uh, people's recriminations or from history. You know what amazes me is that all this time, with all this rhetoric and with all this kind of speech, the Palestinian people, they just, I think it's getting to a point where they're saying, you know what, we want to have a future. One way or another. Do you know what I mean? And it's going to, they, they're going to move on. The world is moving on. And the Palestinian people just don't have leadership that's looking out for them. And, and I suppose well, in, the, in many countries world, that you could say the same thing. Well, the world is definitely moving on and, and the Arab world is moving on. They, it's getting very, very tiresome to continuously uh, hear the type of speeches that Abbas gave at the United Nations just a couple of weeks ago. There was nothing positive. There was nothing forward-looking. Uh, he, he routinely blamed Israel, as he always does, uh, for the state of the Palestinians. He blamed America. He blamed Britain for the Balfour Declaration going way back to, to 1917. And, you know, I, I've often thought to myself, what would I ask him if I had to sit down and, and interview him? And, and I think I would ask him, do you have anything remotely positive to give uh, 
the the youth are of a future state of Palestine. Do you have any kind of hope to give uh, Palestinian youngsters, apart from the continuous incitement of hate in your media, in your textbooks, in these kinds of speeches? The world is moving on. Uh, and only countries uh, that are mired in, in the past and um, uh, refuse to move forward believe or buy into this kind of rhetoric. Yeah, I just I have a, an enormous amount of compassion for for the Palestinian people. I really do. Um, anyhow, well, let's on the upside, yes. On the upside, there is something quite exceptional taking place in Jerusalem this afternoon, and that is a joint march with uh, Israeli and Palestinian women who are demanding a better future. I mean, this march is taking place at the same time that uh, uh, the March of Nations is. But uh, an Israeli-based group called Woman Wage Peace, some of you might be familiar with Woman Wage Peace, they were in South Africa a couple of years ago, are marching with a Palestinian group called Women of the Sun, and they say it's time for courageous leaders to generate hope for a better future for our children, and uh, they're calling on leaders on both sides to sit down and talk, saying they want a better future. And they've been joined by diplomats from around the world, uh, the Chargée d'Affaires from the U.S. Embassy in Jerusalem, Stephanie Hallett, Sonia McGuinness, uh, the ambassador-designate at the Irish Embassy. Uh, we've got a few others from the, the EU, the Finnish, uh, Finnish member of parliament who's in Israel at the moment, all want to participate. Happening at the same time as the incredible uh, Jerusalem March of Nations of Christians. Absolutely incredible. Once again, the women and the mothers coming forward and, you know, pushing the agenda. All right, let's, you know what, before we talk about Iran, can we talk about Jerusalem and the March of Nations? Tell us about it, Rolene. Well, let's talk about it because this is an annual event that is happening right now in Jerusalem, extremely colorful, very, very festive. It always takes place around Sukkot or around what many Christians call the uh, Feast of the Tabernacles. And there are tens of thousands of Christians from 90 different countries. Uh, we've got from the Ivory Coast, to the United States, to Singapore, to the Philippines, to all over Europe, all over Africa. It's really, really wonderful. So this is the Grand Parade. This takes place under the auspices of the International Christian of Embassy in Jerusalem. They organize it, and it's taking place, sadly, under very, very strict security this year because of the horrific incident that happened yesterday where uh, several ultra-Orthodox men who actually have been arrested um, by Israeli police spat on Christian pilgrims, and the message has gone out from Prime Minister Netanyahu to the chief rabbi of uh, the Ashkenazi, Rav David Lau, uh, and others that we will not tolerate this kind of behavior against anyone in our country and will act swiftly and decisively. Excellent, excellent. All right, and uh, finally, let's talk about Iran's Khamenei saying the Zionist regime is dying. So I was actually thinking about this, Rolene, and, you know, Zionism is obviously, well, firstly, give us, give us the definition of Zionism. 
Because I'm, well, I'm, I want to see if there's any, it's, anything it's, else that we can compare it to. In its most basic, basic definition, Zionism is the returning of the Jewish people to their ancient ancestral homeland. And, you know, we can go into all kinds of definitions on the top of Zionism, and Zionism goes from the left to the right and everyone in between, and there's practical Zionism and there's political Zionism, and there's all different kinds of, of Zionism. But it's basically that belief and the belief that the Jewish people deserve a a home of their own, a state of their own in their ancestral home. It's just as simple as that. All right. So come and I coming out and uh, saying that it's dying. Why would it be dying in his opinion? Well, this is, of course, the uh, Ayatollah al-Khamenei looking at the situation in Israel, where, yes, we do have a lot of uh, divisions and polarization at the moment. Uh, you know, this is Israel is a democracy. Like many other democracies, we have a whole variety of opinions. And if he wants to talk about protests, uh, he might want to look a little closer to home. But this naturally has come at a time when Israel is conducting more and more and more and more uh, meetings about normalization with more and more and more Arab countries. And he says any Muslim, any Arab countries that want to normalize ties with Israel are simply backing the wrong horse. Uh, maybe he's backing the wrong horse because it's not just... Um, uh, Israel and the West that's fed up with him, but his own people who are pretty fed up with him. But uh, in uh, good tradition, Jewish Twitter ratioed him, so I don't think he'll be putting out a tweet like that anytime soon without a massive pile on. Okay, but the truth is, is that because there is already an Israel, is there still is it still necessary to have a movement? You know, fighting for the rights of Israel. Israel is is legitimate. Uh-huh. It, is a, it is a country. So maybe, you know, if we kind of just look at it that way, maybe he's not wrong. Well, I think we <laughs> always need Zionism because uh, today Israel is under existential threat by those who seek to delegitimize the Jewish state and for and to see her cease to exist. So all the more reason to be even more Zionist. Rolene Marks, that is where we leave it. It is always a privilege to speak to you. Have a wonderful evening and uh, look forward to catching you tomorrow. God bless. Have a lovely evening. (laughs) Thank you, Rolene. That's Rolene Marks with the Israel Report.